this experience with Eric. If you haven't already, please hit the subscribe button so whenever I release new content, you'll get the notification to your phone so you can listen to the episode as soon as possible. Also, I have started to utilize my YouTube page. If you want to see some pictures with this audio, you can subscribe to my YouTube page. It's Limitless E without the underscore. I will be releasing more things onto that page, but just now as I'm starting out using this, I've started to add pictures to these podcast episodes. So like I said, hit the subscribe button to the podcast. Check out the YouTube page. It's Limitless E, no underscore. Once again, on the YouTube channels, just search Limitless E without the underscore. And you'll get to see and hear this podcast with some photos attached to them. Now for episode five and six, I wasn't in a rush to do the podcast because I did not like the way episode five ended, which I guess would have made sense to get on the podcast and discuss that. But um, I just wanted to see what they would do with episode six. And um, I didn't like the way episode six went after the ending of episode five. But after seeing the most recent episode, episode seven, I said, finally, finally, Keisha is free. Unfortunately, she's been molested multiple times. Luckily, she hasn't been killed. She has been physically abused and emotionally abused and definitely been scarred. But at least, you know, she's not dead. The character Keisha is still alive. And that is a good thing. So let's go back to that episode five with the blackout. While Keisha was kidnapped, the best case scenario for her, besides her kidnapper dropping dead, would have been to have a blackout. Blackout comes, spy cam shuts off, people are walking around the streets, perfect opportunity to break out, run into the streets screaming, he's kidnapped me, he's kidnapped me, he's a child molester, he's right here, I ran from his house, blah, 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 you know what I mean? Draw attention to him, but more importantly, get the fuck out of Dodge. Also, when she was first kidnapped and the family and friends were handing out the flyers saying, missing girl, missing girl, Emmett actually gave one of the flyers with her face on it to her kidnapper as he was jogging, and he said, nope, I don't know who she is, haven't seen her. Back to Keisha. You just broke out of your kidnapper's basement. Why on earth would you drop to the ground? I know you're happy and thankful that you broke free, but this is not the time to celebrate in homie's basement, like in his backyard. Like it wasn't like you broke out and you ran on to the front porch somewhere where people could see you. Like you still in this man's crib pretty much because you're in his backyard. Like, are you dumb? Like, come on. You was just in that basement for mad long. Like you, you, you should have just, you should have muscled up a little bit more energy and busted through his gate or something like that. You already busted through two doors. Bust through one more. That was literally an ain't no way segment. Like, soon as I'm sitting there watching that, I'm like, ain't no way she did not get away. How on earth did she get kidnapped again? Ain't no way. Like, that's not happening at all. You break out, you screaming. Until somebody come get you. Like, you're not letting that man drag you back in the house a second time. Ain't no way. And that was the reason I could not get on this mic and record for episode five. That shit was so disappointing. And that's, come on, man. Like, nah. 
I can't rock with that. That's not real. I can't rock with that. Yeah, I, I know people get kidnapped all the time, and obviously, you know, all kinds of crazy things happen to them. But even for this fictional television show, I was not happy with that. Shit got even crazy in episode six. It was almost going to be Ronnie to the rescue. Another disappointing scene for me in this episode six was when Ronnie convinced the Chimo to allow him to use his restroom. He's sitting there going back and forth with homeboy, like, can I use your restroom? Uh, mine's just broken. Okay, let me be truthful with you. I ain't got a pot to piss in. Please let me use your restroom. So you finally get this dude to allow you to use the restroom, right? And you 1,000% hear exactly what you thought you were hearing, and you're in the house to where you think Keisha is, and you hear her screaming, and then you run into the kitchen, and you ask the Chimo if he heard what you heard. Like, come on, son. Did you really think the child molester was going to be like, yes, I did hear a girl screaming from my basement. Let's go check it out. And on top of that, when you sense danger, right, and you feel like you are about to be in a hostile situation, why on earth would you keep your back turned towards a possible adversary for that amount of time? Uh, I thought I heard something. You wouldn't have heard shit if homie hit you upside your head with that damn trophy. Respect to Ronnie, though. He a little slow, but he tried. He tried his best, and he actually succeeded. He wanted to make his grandmother believe he was a hero. She didn't get a chance. He didn't get a chance to do it while she was alive, but sure enough, he did it. Rest in peace to Miss Ethel. She was complaining about no AC before they left, which means she was hot. But then when she got home, her last words were, it's cold in here. Right then and there, I knew that's a wrap for her. She did everything she needed to do. She went out. She had some fun. She told a couple of stories. Now you can come home and go to sleep. Because she absolutely did say before she left, I'm ready to go home now. And what did she do? She went home. Rest in peace, Miss Ethel. Now on to Emmett and Tiff and Dom. Never predicted nothing that ain't come true. That bitch is crazy. Look, look. Miss Cleo in there don't know shit about how I feel about you and what we got. You better not be cheating. Look, look at me. Babe, I'm not cheating on you. I am never going to cheat on you. You're my one and only, I promise. The lie detector test determined that was a lie. And if that's not enough to paint Emmett as a slime ball, he also trying to get the dude that put him on, he also trying to get him kicked out of his own shop so he could take over with Dom. That's some true slime ball shit. Emmett gets the slime ball of the year award for that. Sonny put money in his pocket and that's how he repay him? That's truly messed up. He could at least be the second set of hands to help Dom out at her restaurant that she got running illegally out of her crib. Y'all wanna do some illegal after hours shit at Sonny's shop? Do some illegal after hours shit at Dom's crib the way she been doing it. Instead, you wanna take over what this man already built. Dude say he got Sonny up out of there, but we don't know that for certain. And speaking of the unknown, what I did not know is that Keisha, how long she had been kidnapped. They said in episode 7 that she had been gone for two months, and that's why Dre had given up and told the moms to move on to the grieving process. Two months she was gone? That's crazy. Dre might have given up, but Ronnie did not give up. After finding out that that Chimo lied to him about having a wife, he already knew what time it was. 
He just had to be a little bit more assertive in his efforts and not take no for an answer. He told his grandmother he was going to be a hero, and he kept his word. But even in the process of saving her, it still looked like some straight-up bullshit. Like, you got to be the aggressor in that situation. You know you coming in there to save a life. You might even have to take a life. You got to be a little bit more ready to go than that, Ronnie. Because homeboy knocked you down like you was nothing. But Keisha, she knew she wasn't about to sleep in that motherfucking bed for one more night. She beat this shit out of homie. I was hoping she killed him, but I don't think she did. But she definitely kept cracking his shit. Now she's in the hospital. Obviously, you got to have some tests run. But um, I think they might have gotten 10 episodes this season. So, you know, hopefully she doesn't harm herself. I don't know if we're going to see a fourth season from this series. I mean, this third season was definitely a a sharp left turn um, because of the killing off of Brandon and the killing off of Reg. So, um, you know, the, the, the writers did as best they could with trying to maintain a storyline. But a lot of the other storylines you know, don't really have much to do with the overall picture or the overall shaping of the show. Um, you know, so those storylines I won't mention on here because they don't, to me anyway, mean much to the show. But the main ones are Keisha. I'm glad she's safe. Um, it looks like Otis Perry's going to win the mayoral race, but he hasn't won yet. So anything is possible. Didn't see Trigg in this last episode, but I definitely want to see what happens between him and Otis Perry because at some point they're going to meet again and it's not going to be pretty. Kevin hasn't had any gangster moments lately, but Jake has. Jake need to chill out because he already seen what Otis Perry did. I know you thinking that you got the upper hand on Otis Perry because of his race and how he needs to pretend to act. But, um, yeah, Jake need to chill out. So I'm curious to see how this season ends and if there will be a fourth season at all. Um, that's pretty much it for now. Thank you for tuning in. Check out the Instagram page, Limitless underscore E. Subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, Limitless E. Um Thank you for tuning in. Definitely, definitely, definitely tell your friends about it. Um, I did see the trailers for the Power Book 2 Ghost, and I will be doing a podcast for those episodes. The trailers look amazing. Thank you for tuning in. Peace out.